Welcome to another episode of the Faith Factor Podcast. I am your host, Bishop K. Grace and peace. Today I want to come from Romans chapter 8 verses 28 through 29. And it reads, For we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Today, I want to come with a thought, God's design. Beloved, your life is a part of God's grand design. God has known about you and had a plan for your life since before time began. He knew everything about you before you were even born. God predetermined that you would become like his son. Your life, therefore, has a destiny. I'm going to say that again. Your life, therefore, has a destiny. Christ is the model upon which the Father is developing your life. You are meant to have a relationship with the Father that is as intimate as the relationship between Jesus and the Father. Every event he allows into your life is designed to make you more like Christ. My friends, God's call came when he invited you to join him in the process. His call was extremely personal, designed specifically for your response. How wonderful to realize that at a particular moment in history, Almighty God spoke personally to you and invited you to become his child. Isn't that all right? Because of your sin, You could never live blamelessly, but God forgave your sin and justified you, declaring you righteous. All the spiritual debt you carried with him was forgiven and you were free to enjoy God and serve him for the rest of eternity. My friends, in biblical times, the glory of God's people was in his presence. You too are glorified because the fullness of God now dwells within you and you will one day be with him. He invites you to join him in working out his will in your life, conforming you to his image. I just want to give you a backdrop on what this word predestination means. What keeps foreknowledge and predestination from being determinism? How can belief in predestination avoid leading someone to despair over futility of any human choice? Brothers and sisters, God's foreknowledge does not imply determinism. The idea that all our choices are predetermined. Since God 
is not limited by time as we are. He sees past, present, and future at the same time, meaning that he is omnipresent. Parents sometimes know how their children will behave before the fact. We don't conclude from these parents' foreknowledge that they made their children act that way. God's foreknowledge, insofar as we can understand it, means that God knows who will accept the offer of salvation. The plan of, the, of predestination begins when we trust Christ and comes to its conclusion when we become fully like him. Receiving an airline ticket to Chicago means we have been predestined to arrive in Chicago. Let that sit in for a moment. <laughs> to explain foreknowledge and predestination in any way that implies that every action and choice we make has been not only pre-known, but even predetermined, seems to contradict those scriptures that declare that our choices are real, that they matter, and that they are consequences to the choices we make. Let me pray for you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to you, God. Give me your name, all the glory, all the honor, and all praise. God, we thank you for giving us another day, allowing us to see a brand new mercy. Oh God, under the sound of my voice, God, I ask that you will bless my friends today, God. Father God, if they are sick in any way, whether it's mental, emotional, physical, God, God, we know that you are a healer, God, because your word declares that you were wounded for our transgression. You were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon you. And by your stripes, we are healed. God, I ask right now that you will touch my friends, God. Father, that you will go before them and make their crooked places straight. God, opening gates that no man can shut. God, we declare, we decree your word right now in the name of Jesus that it will not return to your void that it will do exactly what it was set out to do and it will not return to your void father God we just thank you right now God I ask that you bless those who are sick those who may be feeling unimportant those who may be feeling like they have been cast down God you are the shield, you are the lifter, you are the buffer. God, I thank you right now, God. I thank you right now, God, that this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in. And God, under the sound of my voice, God, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise, God, because God, there is none like you. God, we thank you, God, for all that you do, all that you have done, all that you are doing, all that you are going to do. And God, under the sound of my voice, God, if there's any mountains that are preventing us from getting to our destiny, God, Father, God, give us a faith that will not shrink, that we will be able to speak to that mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. Oh, God, I ask that you will bless our government on the state, on the city, and on the federal level, God. Oh, Father, God, you know that we are living in some perilous times. God, I ask that you will just be with my friends, be with their families, God. Oh, Father God, touch every situation, God, according to your word and to your will. God, we love you. We glorify you right now. Satan, I cancel your assignment in the name of Jesus and command you by the authority of Jesus Christ to take your hands off of God's property. 
Oh God, we just thank you right now. God, allow us to dress up in your whole armor, God. Father God, for we are beautifully and wonderfully made, God. We are in your masterpiece, God. We are better than a Van Gogh. We are better than a Leonardo da Vinci. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, my friends, that is my time. Remember that I love you and God bless you to the next episode. Bye now.